0: Hello, this is Magenta Giraffes with me, Simona Roy, recording this on December 12th, 2021. Wow. Uh, What a weird week it has been. Uh, I, I've i been so busy. I usually take notes on my phone during the week of what I want to talk about. And this week I've got nothing. And <laughs> uh, I don't feel very organized today. Not like my episodes are very organized to begin with because they're kind of you know, topsy turvy as far as uh, thread goes. But uh, I don't have any, I don't have any points really that I thought about. Like, I think that there were things that came up during the week, but I've just, I just felt really inundated with a lot of things. I was very busy. So I was in my apartment for this most of this week. I was in there from Monday through Thursday, I left Thursday and came back to my home in Jersey. And so we had an office party that I uh, planned. And I just wanted to put some space between the office party and being home with my dad because I didn't want to bring back any COVID diseases with me. So I just, you know, wanted to make sure that I was okay. And, you know, I was double masked the whole time at the office party. I know, like, I'm sure people who are listening to this are not as crazy about COVID as I am. But as you know, I have a very good reason to be crazy about COVID. Um, You know, yeah, we're not. Well, we are going to get into that because that's all we talk about on this podcast. But uh, yeah, so I just felt like I needed to be safe. I needed to be there at this party. It was kind of mandatory because, you know, I planned it and I needed to make sure that it went. It went. And it was one of the hardest Working nights I have had in a really, really, really long time. I was working every single minute of the party. And I'm happy about that. You know, look, I people have asked me, did I have a good time? No, I didn't have a good time. I worked the whole time. But I wasn't expecting to have a good time. Uh, if, if it was just me going to this party to have a good time, I wouldn't have gone because I don't feel comfortable. But uh, everybody else had a good time. And that's all that matters to me. And it went pretty well. Uh, but it was exhausting. I, at the end of the night, my brain absolutely was not working. You know, I since I hadn't been in the apartment, I didn't have any sheets on my mattress. It took too long to get the sheets on. and I gave up when it came to the duvet cover. I tried to do a mattress cover, uh, a mattress protector, I should say, or whatever the fuck it's called uh, on the mattress. That was never gonna happen. I I threw it across the room out of frustration. And, uh, the duvet cover was also a challenge. And then the next day I watched a YouTube video of the burrito method of how to do duvet cover. And that actually worked. So if you're having issues with the duvet cover, uh, I, um, I implore you to go on YouTube and watch this video of uh, the burrito the burrito method of how to put on a duvet cover. It is way better than any other thing that I've tried. So I was able to do it the next day, but the night Monday night, I I was my brain was absolutely absolute mush. I was in physical pain because I hadn't moved around for 2 years and Monday I moved around a lot and my body was like who the fuck do you think you are, essentially? So it was a lot. And the whole week was a lot. You know, I I was in New York overnight and for days. And it was a lot. Like I was on the subway and I haven't been on the subway in so long. And, you know, I was thinking about this yesterday and I feel like I'm in a long term relationship. I feel like I'm married to New York City. OK. And we've been married a long time. And we're going through a rough patch. It's like the couple of years in a marriage where like I just do not want to be near my husband right now. Like I don't like him very much. I mean, I still love him deep down, but I just don't want to be anywhere near him. He's really pissing me off and he's too much. And so, yeah, that's that's what I feel like me and New York are going through because, I don't know, it's a little jarring when you haven't been on the subway in a while and, like, it just felt a little aggressive, you know? But I have to say, it was very, like, wonderfully res- surprising how many people were ma- wearing masks i say about like 70% of the people i saw were wearing masks in new york so that was great cuz you know it's a lot of close in enclosed spaces and you're with people who are sick with other things and sneezing and coughing and so seeing the masks is uh wonderful but yeah you know new york and i are going through a rough patch right now i i just i need some space from him it <laughs> They, them, theirs. And we'll see. I mean, I think that we're going to work it out. <laughs> Time will tell. You know, marriages are long. We're short. <laughs> I still think this marriage analogy works. Okay, guys. So, you know, yeah, we're going through some rough patch years, but I think we're going to make it through. But right now, it's just like, I need to like be on uh, holiday from New York. So this yeah, this week was really rough. And you know, I was really nervous about being in the apartment being away from my dad. And there were moments where I did feel like very alone. And that's okay. I'm used to feeling very alone, in all honesty. And there was one moment where I just felt I was missing my mom so badly. Uh, she has been to the apartment. The last time she was at the apartment, she wasn't feeling well. she really wanted to go and I you know she would always there were so many days where she wasn't feeling well this is pre-covid and just in life where she would get very nauseous and dizzy and things like that and you know now I know it was probably all the stuff that was happening in her brain like all the the plaques that developed but like back then I didn't know and I would just be like well why did you want to come like I knew you were gonna feel bad like feel not feel well and it's like it's a it's a liability essentially for me like I'm trying to get stuff done at the apartment and you wanted to come and now you're sick and what am I going to do with you it's like a solid hour and a half drive with traffic you know it's 40 minutes stops without but there's always fucking traffic so I was kind of annoyed the last time she was with me at the apartment but it was fine I mean I got her home fine and all that stuff but uh But when I opened the closet this time that was that I was there, I saw all these hangers hanging and I just it reminded me of her because that's like the only thing that we did at the apartment. Um, I think I just got some packages that were delivered and then I um, put up these hangers. That's it. And yeah, the hangers almost made me cry. I mean, I definitely got teary eyed. So I mean, I'm glad that she was able to see the apartment, but it just is, it's, uh, you know, I've had a really hard week. So it's like the emotional come down of the week, right? Like I wasn't able to be emotional this week because I had to just persevere and push through as uncomfortable as I was at times. And, you know, it was very go, 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 go mode. And sometimes when you're in go, 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 go mode, you don't Only till when you rest and relax does everything just come, you know, plummeting back to you. And um, that's how I feel. I feel a little emotional today. You know, apparently, according to my um, astrology app, The Pattern, which I have talked about here. If you haven't downloaded The Pattern, you're missing out. And I have no stakes in this app. I'm sure it's stealing your info as all the other apps do. But uh, I live by the pattern. (laughs) I think it's so accurate. It's not 100% accurate because it's always talking about how I'm supposed to, I'm like needing adventure and not like wanting to move and can't sit still. And like, that's not, I'm all about sitting still when I have the chance. You know, I don't need adventure all the time. I'm just, I feel like just give me my Netflix and a hot chocolate and I'm good. I don't need to go on adventures. But, (sighs) I'm feeling, I, I had to get back my train of thought. I'm feeling very emotional. And the pattern told me that I would be feeling emotional. And obviously, you can pinpoint why I'm feeling emotional. Uh, it's been a busy week and I haven't had much time to think. So when I sit down and think about things like my loss, it just hits you, hits me like a ton of bricks. So uh, yeah, I saw the hangers and, and I, was abs- I was sad and I had to move on, you know, like, too busy. <laughs> um, and now today, as I'm sitting and thinking about it, I'm sad. And, you know, a friend of mine, I was hanging out with a friend of mine, and she told me, she's like, I can't listen to your podcast, because every time I listen, no matter what, I get teary eyed. And, you know, I assume that anybody else who feels like that is not listening or hasn't continued to listen. And I totally get that. Look, it's, I'm not sure if I would be able to listen to this pre my mom dying, because my parents dying is my worst fear, you know. And I think for this friend, it's absolutely the same thing. And so why would you want to like push that on yourself and listen to somebody else going through that? But I do hope that this is a a a source of light for others, you know, whether you've lost someone or not. Uh and you I hope you don't think that this is a a podcast and that all I do is cry cuz I don't think that that's true. But, you know, it's all a part of life and there's sadness, there's tragedy all the time, you know, <sighs> this whole tornado situation happened through Kentucky and like four other States. And the devastation of all of it is just, it's too much to bear, you know, and it's, we're all inundated with so many things with the media and the news. And there's just so much bad news all around. And, So, I don't want this to be a bad news podcast for you guys. I hope that you get some sort of light out of it as well. I I don't want to be like the downer podcast, but I'm always going to be truthful. I'm always going to tell you how I'm feeling. And at times, I will be a broken record. And yeah, that's it. It just is. But. I totally get if you don't want to listen to this. So, I mean, you're not listening to this, me saying that, because you're not listening to it. I am tired this week. But yeah, so anyways, back to just the week. It was very busy. Uh, Talked to my dad, you know, every night and stuff. And um, so that was good. I mean, we obviously would keep in touch, but it was different. What was actually surprising, this really really surprised me. I uh I was sad to leave the apartment, you know. I was like, oh, buy apartment as I left. I feel like we bonded. And I didn't think that that was going to happen. Like, you know, I I looked at a lot of apartments in New York and there were things that I could have made work, whatever, but I didn't like, you know, for lack of a better word, the energy. And this was the one that I was like, this is it. This is it. Uh, and it was exciting. It was exciting. And I was like, okay, I'm finally going to like be independent. And then all the shit in the world happened. And so then it became a burden in my mind and I didn't want to touch it. I didn't like, you know, maybe part of it was, I didn't want to move forward and it's still hard for me to move forward. There's a, it's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of deep seated feelings about this situation. So I was nervous to be there for a couple of days because I didn't know how I was gonna feel. But I got a lot of work done because there were so many packages that needed to be unpacked. And, you know, um crazily, I had ordered like 15 throw pillows or some crazy thing. And I'm not even a throw pillow person. But I don't I don't know what I was thinking. And that is the danger of ordering stuff for a place that you're gonna live in but you're not living in currently. Just a tip, don't buy throw pillows until you're there. And then you can see how many you actually need. Because I bought so many. And I was so upset because I was like, what am I going to do with these throw pillows? I had like five extra. Okay, so maybe I didn't buy 15, because that would mean that I kept 10. But it was a lot, a lot, a lot of throw pillows for me. So I had five extra and I was upset because I was like, well, what am I going to do with these pillows? Like, can I donate them? It's past the point of return, right? Because I ordered these two years ago. And But then I texted my friend and she really liked pillows. So I was like, oh, thank God. It was such a relief to be able to give somebody these pillows. But so yeah, tip, do not buy too many things before you're living in an apartment because you really don't know what you're going to need. And uh, so yeah, I got a lot of stuff done. I unpacked a lot and it. I only have dishes now to put away. Like I got all the toiletries out and the other little furnitures, like side tables and things like that. Obviously the throw pillows. So I got a lot of stuff done and it, I felt very accomplished and I felt like I bonded. I bonded with my apartment and it felt nice. And it now it feels like the the haven that I wanted it to be when I had whole when I started this whole journey. So and I felt my mom there, you know, the from the hangers to the asking for strength, like I said, Monday was a very, very difficult day. And I would just ask her for strength. And whether it was her giving me strength, or me believing that it was her that gave me my own strength it doesn't really matter cuz it's the same outcome but it helped um you know asking for her for strength always helps so but it's hard you know it's hard that the holidays are approaching i i'm going to have more downtime to think about things and you know last year was not a great time either because i think they just came back from the hospital so last Christmas wasn't great. So this Christmas, I guess, is, I don't know. It's, I think last Christmas was difficult because we were getting over our sickness, but I thought we had jumped the hurdle, so to speak, because, you know, we thought it was a close call. I got them to the hospital and then they were okay. But this Christmas, uh, it's a little, I don't know. I'm glad I have my dad. He's healthy, you know? So maybe just the next 10 Christmases will be terrible. (laughs) And the New Year's, who the fuck cares about that? You know, like, it's just another day. Just another day, as John Cicada would say. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm like, I'm a little all over the place, right? Like, I didn't take my usual notes. Not like my notes really help much, but, you know, from... The go, go, go of the week to the emotional calm down today. I am just a little burnt out. And burnt out. I things that like I think most of the time I here are the two things that I feel a lot these days. Either numbness, numbness to other tragedies, like, you know, hearing about deaths of other people. Like I'm like, okay. All right, people die. You know, that's kind of like a little bit of who I've turned into now these days. I mean, just like, yeah, people die. Even though I feel really bad about, let's say, these hundreds of people who've died, like if I really think about it, but that's the thing. I don't let myself think about it too much. I'm like, yeah, people die. Everybody's dying. There's people dying all the time. I can't feel sad about it, you know, because it's just a part of life. And then there's the other part of me that gets emotional from seeing these Blue velvet hangers in my apartment, you know? So it's numbness and then uh, like bursts of emotion, and then you're just trying to hide it, you know? Like, yeah, I guess I could have just stood there and started really like letting myself go and cry, but I didn't have time. There's no time. There's no time to sit and cry. you know, and it's like, I've, I've been getting the signs, obviously, I haven't gotten, you know, people send me giraffes and stuff all the time. And so there are little reminders. And I think that the connection that I have with my mom, uh, where I'm asking her for strength, it helps me, it really does. Uh I just hope that like, if you know, the other people are getting their signs, I, you know, I hope that if you've asked my mom for a sign that she's gonna, I I don't know what the fuck is going on. She should be sending you a sign. I don't know. Maybe she's super busy. But mom, if somebody's asking you for a sign, just send it, please. Um. And I was listening to a uh, an old po- podcast. Like I listen to podcasts as I release them because it's a six week delay. So I've just listened to the one that is coming out um, for this Monday for me. And it's it's about Robin Williams and asking him uh, for a sign. And I wasn't sure if I wanted to ask Robin for a sign, but uh, you know, I don't I don't really have anything to lose. Uh, I guess if he doesn't send me a sign, that's okay. Like you know, Robin doesn't care about me. That's okay. He's I'm sure I'm sure he's super busy. Uh, So I don't know. What should I ask? Him for, I think it, okay, some, like the thing that popped into my head is something yellow. Um, I was going to say a yellow ribbon, but I feel like that is just too common for the holiday time. So I don't know, a yellow notebook. Is that weird? Okay. I'm going to ask for a yellow notebook as a sign from Robin Williams to let me know he's also out there. As a fan, Robin, I'm out here. I could use your your funness, uh, your tenacity, your talent. Like, send me some of your talent. That'd be great. Uh, but if you're out there, I, I'm gonna ask you for a yellow notebook. I guys, like I'm telling you right now, I do not believe Robin Williams is gonna send me a yellow notebook, but I don't have anything to lose. And if I never get the sign, that's okay. I got my signs from my mom, you know, and I have to believe she's out there. Like even with all of this stuff that I've been, you know, deep diving and going through and like sharing with you guys, it's I my faith is still rattled. I I do. I know 100 percent that she's out there and she's looking out for me. No, but I think that I'm past the point of return of thinking that people don't live on like I do think that it's not um, a vanishing act. I think that people do live on, so and if people do live on, I know that like our souls are connected. So she is rooting for me. She's rooting for my dad, and she's doing whatever she can to help us from the other side. But do I always feel like she's sending me signs and stuff? No, but I, I don't. I guess I don't need like proof of proof of the afterlife anymore. You know, I just. I can't like this life is too bleak to think that we just are gone after. Uh it's too it's too hard, you know, it's like how do you survive this modern world without thinking that something else is going on, you know? It's it's, it's really hard and I I don't think I can go back to feeling that way. So yeah, do I? I don't get signs from her all the time. I don't need signs. I just ask her for strength. And I hope that she helps me live my best life in this time frame. Oh, speaking of time frames, I I, nothing has happened since my last past life regression session. So I don't think I'm going to go. I don't think I'm going to do it again for a while. I mean, maybe like in the next year, something will happen or whatever. But I just, I don't think it's for me. I don't think it worked. I mean, I think I made up shit. <laughs> That uh, maybe I wanted to t- explore subconsciously, you know, like therapeutically. But I don't know if I experienced my past lives. It didn't feel like that. It didn't feel like the book, Many Lives, Many Masters, or whatever the fuck it's called. I never know the title, but I'm pretty sure it's something like that. So uh, I just wanted to give you an update on that. I, I, I don't think I'm going to do it again um, anytime soon. So but if you guys want to try and you want to know like who the practitioner was you can reach out to me and you know you can reach out to that person but uh for now it it i don't i'm going to like i'm going to leave that little thing to the side because you know i think that there are things that i know that i have to work on and things that i do want to strengthen in myself and and all of those things. And I I don't think that I need to go through my past lives and the mistakes of my past lives to figure out how to be the best version of myself in this life right now. (laughs) I mean, I was already a prostitute. Um, I was this shipping child boy who got scapegoated. I was an alien man in some sort of tribe. Uh, I was some, you know, lady uh, who was forced to get married to some dude who was a lot older than her. And then what were my new ones that came up? Oh, right. The rich lady who lived in a cold mansion and like didn't have anybody in her life. Oh, and then the construction worker from Chicago, who is Irish Catholic, and he had the best life, even though it was short. And then the old teacher, That's right. The old teacher who had the one uh, student that she really bonded with and she died in her apartment by herself, but of old age. Those are (laughs) also out of all my little experiments of, you know, with Caitlin, the energy healing. That's where like the prostitute and the shipping boy came through. And then all the other ones came through in the past life regression sessions, uh, it's funny. It's just, it's, look, it it entertains me. It tickles me. Uh, I don't feel any connection to any of these lives. Do I want to be an alien who has been living on this planet for like a hundred years and has like many lives? Yes. Yes. I would love to be an alien being. I, that makes, that entertains me so much on such a deep level. I can't even, I can't even express how how I love that concept that I am so, from some other universe, I'm a different consciousness that has just, I mean, honestly, I, like, I think that the the consciousness came to like evolve more, right? They were already an evolved being. And they're like, let me test myself more. Let me go to this crazy place called Earth. And I believe they, I, they, I uh, did not know what they were getting into, because this planet is Bonkers, as we know, and uh, maybe the alien being inside of me is like I made a mistake. You know, Robin Williams says, "Oops, wait, what is the Robin Williams quote?" He's like, "We came to this planet looking for intelligent life. Oops, we made a mistake." It's from Mrs. Doubtfire, my favorite movie. So yeah, I think maybe my alien being inside of me feels that way. And I'm probably not an alien being. I'm probably just a lame old human soul of earth. But I really like the idea of being an alien. And uh, like I said, it entertains me. And this alien has been around for a long time. And I don't know, am I learning? Am I growing? Time will tell. (laughs) God, I don't want to come back, guys. I do not want to come back. You know, once I die, I can't imagine that the world is going to be a better place. It just keeps getting worse. It keeps getting worse. So my hope is when I die, I die. I ascend and I don't come back and I go back to my alien universe and everything is honky dory And, you know, Sorry about this episode. It was all over the place. Maybe I have to take more notes, but sometimes life gets in the way and you can't get on your iPhone to take notes. And sometimes you cry about velvet hangers. And sometimes you can't think about anything. And sometimes you can't put a du- duvet cover on and you have to do it the next day. And that's all okay. So I'm with you. If you're going through a rough time, if you need a break, I'm with you there too. So (laughs) until next time, I'll just say bye.